All right, uh, welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. A little bit different today. I'm not going to dive into the Word. We're going to dive into our history a little bit. <laughs> so glad to have uh, Pastor Tyson with me in my office today. And we're coming up on our 25th anniversary. And I thought it would be a great time to kind of see some memories. So... What do you have for us? <laughs> oh, man. Where do you start unpacking all of that? Yeah. I mean, first of all, congratulations to to you and the church mm. on 25 years. And uh, just so exciting to Amen. see what uh, what God's doing. I'm excited for the future of the church. Amen. Um, but, of course, I mean, you, you, you never have a future without a past. That's true. So there there is a lot of past. And... You know, we we came in 1997. Yeah, and uh, actually, the first six months, we lived still in Waterford. We we oh, drove, we right. commuted the 90 minutes each direction. Mm. Uh, once on Sunday, mm. we had a Sunday morning service when we started, and then uh, twice during the week, I drove in and out of town. Oh, really? And, uh, that got real old in, uh, January because, yeah. uh, we had snow flying and then the 90 minutes became a four hour commute. Oh. And, uh, so, you know, praise the Lord. Um, in spring of 1998, we actually moved into the area. Right. And, uh, you know, one, one of the great memories, um, before the church actually began was finding, the River Grove Community yes. Center. Yep. I was with uh, uh, Brother Rick Rust mm-hmm. and Bruce Cook. Yeah. And we were driving on Britannia Road. Yeah. And we passed River Grove. Mm. And we had been all over looking at buildings, exploring the area. The Lord had really, at that time, really led us towards that Credit View, Britannia area. Yeah. And I just happened to glance yeah. a sign Yes. That said River Grove Community Center. Yeah. I said, hey, guys, there's community center down here. So we drove down. And, I mean, the the community center was less than a year old at that time. Oh, okay. And so we, we marched right in, went up to the front desk, and mm. inquired about a church. Yeah. And the gal behind the desk was, you know, I never really thought about that, having a church in here. But yeah. here's who you need to contact. You go through the city. And yeah. so, um, you know, we, we secured... Some space there. It was the arts room at first. Okay. It probably would hold 40 people. So that's where we started. Okay. In the arts room yep. at River Grove Community Center. Wow. And, um, you know, I think our first our first Sunday there, we had 16 people. Hmm. I mean, we thought we'd knocked it out of the park getting <laughs> 5,000, 8,000 invitations yeah. out. And we had yeah. 16 people. Yeah. And uh, the next Sunday we were down to eight. Yeah. So that's just kind of the way it went. Church planting. Yeah. Wow. Um, but within that within that first month there, we saw a couple of people saved. And uh, we saw it kind of start to grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we moved over to the seniors room. Okay. Um, and for those of you that remember River Grove, you, you might remember the seniors room plus the whole youth room, like that whole wide open auditorium yeah. there. Yeah. And so, but this was only one half of it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't until a couple of years in that we, as we grew, we yeah. asked for the youth room as well. Uh, okay. But in the seniors room, we, we would have room for close to a hundred people. Hmm. 
And um, so that's where we had our original week of meetings. Uh, we had what we call the grand opening Sunday right. in 1998. Invited uh, Mayor Hazel McCallion. Oh, wow. And to our amazement, she accepted our invitation and she came out. Really? We had a little presentation for her. Wow. and uh you know, she she arrived chauffeur driven, arrived up front of the community center. <laughs> nice. Um, wow. So so it was good. Um, you know, we ah uh, boy, where where to go with memories? Yeah. Um, you know, it was just it it was humble beginnings, but it was also very ambitious because mm. when we had our week of meetings. John and Romans had been done with church planting. Yes, uh, in, in many cases across Canada through BCPM. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a big city. Yeah, and so we we really got aggressive with that, mm. and we ordered a hundred and ten thousand John and Romans. Wow! To this day, I think if you ask BCPM, that's the largest distribution wow. of John and Romans that's been done in their history. Wow. And believe it or not, over 50,000 of those went out by hand, like into people's mailboxes. Really? We had four weeks set up. We had 10 different churches on the schedule. And combined, we had a little over 200 people come in over those four weeks, Mm. including Faithway, who sent their college students out. Yeah. And I think we had... Uh, close to 100 people that one Saturday. Wow. Okay, one Saturday accounted for 26,000 John and Romans wow. being mailboxed, letterboxed. One Saturday. That's incredible. And that was partly through the rain. We, we got rained up. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so... You know, and we saw fruit yeah. from those John and Romans. Yeah. We had one guy in particular, I remember, um, that came in about, oh, six months to a year after we'd begun. Hmm. And he was holding that John and Romans in his hand like an admission ticket. Really? And he came in and he got saved. Oh, wow. That Sunday morning. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Wow. He, he told me later, all the way, he, he had a praying mother. Hmm. His mom had been praying for him for 40 years. Wow. He showed me in his Bible the inscription, and she said, Rod, you need to get saved. Wow. And she had written that. She had passed on since then. Hmm. And he said he drove to church that morning, and the whole way to church he was telling himself, Rod, you're going to get saved today. Really? You're going to get saved today. Amazing. Had, you know? He had had that John and Romans. He had he had popped it on his fridge, top of his fridge, where it collected dust for a couple months. Yeah. Then he pulled it down, looked at it, popped it in his lunchbox, and every day at work, for a period of a couple of months, he he at lunch break he would read that John and Romans. No way. And then finally he made the made wow. the, made the bold move to come out to <laughs> church. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. Yeah, so that, that's a wonderful story. Yeah, that's amazing. And just the value of keep reaching out. You never yeah. know what the Lord will do. That's right. So you started in 97 at the community center? Yes. And then I was there on deputation in 2001 uh, at the community center. Right. Yeah, I remember yeah. coming through. Uh, so then when did 
you leave there because I know they had to tear down the place and things to where we are now. He's yeah. made the one transition. Yeah, well, we were there for 16 years. Wow, okay. Okay. According to my calculation, over those 16 years, we stacked and unstacked between 150,000 and 200,000 chairs. <laughs> now that's a stack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for, for, for you stats people yeah. out there. Um, and then, yeah, in 2013, it was January. Okay. Um. Actually, no, it was closer to the end of February. We were informed that they were going to do major renovations in the community center. Okay. And that they were basically going to be shut down for a year, beginning mm-hmm. in June. Oh. So we had a runway of three months Ooh. to relocate a church that was running close to 200 people at that time. Yeah. So that didn't give us a lot of... No. You know, leeway uh, to be looking. It did not. <laughs> oh, oh. So, um, you know, we started calling around schools. Yeah. Of course, at that time, we, we had the property out on Ninth Line. Right. Yeah. We were looking to build out there. Yeah. And so, simultaneously with um, this announcement from the community center, the city also they had an overhaul of their. Um, uh, planning department, mm-hmm. and they really looked at the by- uh, bylaws for our project. I mean, we'd already had the go-ahead, mm-hmm. but they reinterpreted everything. And oops, sorry, you're not going to be able to build what, what you're proposing to build there. Mm-hmm. And for all intents and purposes, they shut our building program down. Wow. Um, I mean, we could have stayed there and fought and yeah. lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. So anyway, um, so but we were looking where we're going to meet. Where yeah. are we going to meet? And uh, on the same Sunday, I had two members approach me and say, "Malton Baptist Church is looking for a tenant." <laughs> <laughs> Said, "Okay, let's explore that." Yeah. And long story short, the Lord opened up the door here, and uh, hmm. I mean, here you are. Uh, that was two twenty thirteen. So, nine years later, yeah, you're here. A ten coming up. Ten, wow. yeah, ten year anniversary it would have been April. Wow, uh, April of 2013, we had our first like it was a little bit of a trial run. Let's yeah, have yeah. a service here and see what see, see how it happens. feels. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I believe it was June of that year we were here full time. Wow, you know, late May, early June 2013. Wow, amazing. Yeah, you know, and I know there's so many other stories in and out of there, but we just want to kind of give a snapshot to the folks. You know, just how the Lord has done some things and, you know, we 25 years and Lord willing, we hope for another 25 to keep, Amen. Serving, keep serving, keep reaching folks. And yeah, the pandemic changed things, but there's still folks getting saved, people getting baptized, serving the yeah. Lord. So uh, I really do appreciate you taking time out to give us those highlights. Yeah. I didn't even know some of those things myself, but <laughs> <laughs> we're so glad for that. And uh, folks, I hope you can make it out to our anniversary services on the 27th. All right. Take care. And thanks for tuning in.